Hello and welcome to On Leading, a video podcast series exploring conversations on leading with authenticity with MHS members and staff. We hope that through these brief snippets, you'll hear perspectives on leadership that inspire you and connect you with this caring community. We'll begin each conversation by asking guests the same question, followed by their perspective on a pertinent leadership challenge. Everance Financial is pleased to support MHS and the leaders it serves. We help your organization thrive with services to advance your mission and values. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dick. Everybody, this is Dick O'Hara. He is the Director of Spiritual Ministries at Frederick Living. So I'm curious, can you tell us a little bit about what your job there entails? Sure, I'd be happy to do that. Um, Actually, I serve two functions. As Director of Spiritual Ministries, anything that's spiritual on our campus comes through my office in one way or another. And we have a lot of things going on half dozen Bible studies each week, morning worship service every Sunday. We have First Friday Mass for our Roman Catholic residents, rosary for those who are Roman Catholic every Saturday, um, and a host of other things. If individual pastors want to come and do communion for their congregation, I'll arrange for a private space for them to do that. We have memorial services. I've done a couple of weddings, which is a lot of fun. Um, and so all of those things get uh, cleared through my office uh, because I'm also the campus chaplain. And so my job, interestingly enough, uh, is one of the few job descriptions that says I'm here not only for our residents, but also for our staff. So you know, healthcare is a high stress job. People have a lot of times that they just simply need to go someplace and let off steam my office is always open for them to do that. And as long as it's not illegal, uh, everything that they say to me is under the seal of confessional. I always remind people I am a mandated reporter, so keep that in mind. But if you just need to let off steam or cry or whatever it is that will make you feel better, stop into chaplain's office. I'm happy to do that. That's a little bit about it. You're everybody's best friend is basically what you're saying. You get paid to be everybody's pal. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's the, no. best, it's the best job you could have. Um, you know, it's it's everything that I loved about church ministry and pastoral ministry with no committee meetings, no budget stuff. And I don't have to worry about how many people came to church last week. So it's fantastic. It sounds like, A, they keep you very busy and B, you've got the perfect setup. That's absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so I'm interested, you know, we know where you're at now. What got you here? What what did you start your career off doing? Did it look like what you're doing now or was it something completely different? Um, in some ways, it looked like what I'm doing now. In some ways, it's been completely different. I have spent most of my life doing two things, um, one in education, the other in church ministry. So I've had parishes as a parish pastor. Um One of the most interesting churches that I served was a congregational church in Lynn, Massachusetts, which was the oldest continuing congregational church in the Western Hemisphere. That was founded on June 8th, 1632, and celebrated its 100th anniversary the year that George Washington was born. That was a very interesting parish to be in. Um, 
along the way, I've been a college professor. I've been a seminary professor. I've been a fire department chaplain, hospital chaplain, a jail chaplain. And so now I'm doing chaplaincy work here at a continuing care retirement community. Um, but all of those things have sort of prepared me for, for uh, life doing what I'm doing. And I really enjoy it. I tell people it's my retirement job. Um, and I love doing it. I love being with people. Uh, and that really has been the consistent thing is that whether it was with students or whether, you know, older adults, people who are incarcerated, firefighters, my job has always been primarily with people. And that's uh, that's what makes me tick. That's what, what gets me up in the morning. What inspires you through what you do? It sounds like you do a lot of inspiring of other people. So where where is it that you kind of find that um, purpose in what you do? I love watching people succeed. So for me, uh, the greatest gift that I can give through my ministry is to help people either feel better, do better, perform better, feel better about the world in general and themselves. Uh, and I think a lot of what a chaplain does is deal with people who are in crisis situations for any number of reasons to try to help them work through that and see that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, over the years, what I've discovered is that the people who really have difficulties with depression are not people who are dealing with difficult circumstances, because we all do. Uh, the thing that really sets them apart when they're stuck in a depression is they can't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And the chaplain's job, I work with the one who is the light. So for me, um, providing people with light at the end of the tunnel is a very, very satisfying thing. And I love being able to uh, to see people feel better when they leave than when they came. That's wonderful. I think I have one more question if you're willing to, to answer. Absolutely. Sure. So when you were a young boy, did you envision yourself being where you're at today? And if you didn't, what did you think that your path looked like? As a very young boy, I expected that I would be in teaching. Um, I went to college as an education major, and you know that was the career path that I was on. Um, and of course, I have done a lot of teaching in the 45 plus years that I've been in ministry. Um, but I didn't really expect that it would necessarily be doing exactly what I'm doing now. Um, so there's been something of a transition, but there's also a general theme uh, that goes along with that. I like seeing people learn. I love to learn myself. Um, I was not a good student. Uh, if uh, if my teachers, I graduated summa cum laude, um, and if my teachers could see me now, if they realized that you know I'd gone through and gotten a master's degree and a doctorate. Um, they would, if they weren't dead already, they would clearly be dead at that point. Um, and I think the fact that I was not a great student has helped me become a better teacher because I can sympathize with folks who just don't get it the first time. I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> we all do at some level. Oh 
my goodness. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me, Dick. And thank you so much for being here on Leading With Us. I appreciate your perspective and the stories you've been willing to share with me. Um, and I think that it is truly inspiring what you do and what you've continued to do through your quote unquote retirement. Well, thank you. <laughs> I love, job. I'm doing, can't think of anything that I'd rather do than what I'm doing now. <laughs>